This is Optimal Startup Daily, episode 958. The biggest mistake most companies make during a website redesign and how to fix it by Sharice Jacob with neilpatel.com. And I'm Dan, I'm your host, and I'm here with you every single day of the week, including weekends and holidays. And uh, we're gonna jump right into our post now from Sharice Jacob as we optimize your life. The biggest mistake most companies make during a website redesign and how to fix it by Sharice Jacob with neilpatel.com. Let's get straight to the point. A website redesign is no small undertaking. Every team from developers, IT, and design to marketing and sales has to be on board and understand what's expected of them. Everyone contributes. But in the midst of inevitable page or section additions and improved navigation menu and other major changes, one small but nevertheless vital point is often pushed by the wayside. Analytics. It's easy to understand why. After all, you're redesigning layouts and shifting pixels around. You've done everything but put up a please excuse our digital dust sign. Restructuring and reorganizing can be messy, and it can be incredibly tempting to want to pause your analytics while you're reorganizing and rebuilding. Don't do it though. The fact is, you can gain some very important insights by leaving your analytics on and collecting data during your redesign. Why would I want to do that? You may be asking. It's completely understandable that you'd want to wait until the new redesign is polished, shiny, and ready to roll out before flipping the switch on your analytics again, and then keenly watching your visitors interact with your site. But in doing so, you'd be doing a huge disservice to them. If you're running a seasonally focused business, you'd also be missing out on year-over-year data to determine particular seasonal trends that could affect design tests, such as putting up holiday-related images over Christmas. Why leave analytics on during a redesign? Leaving analytics on during a website redesign can give you valuable insights you may not otherwise get. During a redesign, restructuring, or rebuilding of your site, leaving your analytics on can give you some juicy, revealing information you may not otherwise get after the big reveal. For example, let's say you unveil a brand new navigation structure for your menu. Preliminary tests have shown that this new menu is better organized, mobile responsive, and easy to use. But when it all rolls out, things go south in a hurry. Users struggle to find what they're looking for. Stuff isn't where it used to be, and they're frustrated. They try the site search, but partially due to the redesign process, it may not be performing as well as before. Had you left the analytics on during this time and split-tested your navigation menus, you would have captured valuable insights on the user's experience and frustration with the menu and the subsequent migration towards search taking you back to the drawing board to find a way to blend the best features of the old menu with the responsiveness of the new. You'd have saved time and, most importantly, saved sales. But navigation and layout aren't the only potential casualties of a redesign. There's also the issue of what's happening behind the scenes. Making the right impression. Leaving analytics on can also help you get better results from split tests during a redesign. You may feel the temptation to shut off your analytics during a redesign because you want to make the right impression with your customers. After all, no one wants to see a half-baked website. But by split-testing the traffic between old and new, you can again learn what's working and what isn't. You can use features like heat maps to see where traffic is dropping off and where the user's attention is primarily focused. And if it's not where you'd hoped, you can make adjustments on the fly. Remember that best practices seldom apply broadly to every product or industry. What works well even for your competition may absolutely crush your own conversion rate. Your analytics will give you the raw data that shows you how well a proposed design change works for you. 
Then you can tweak and refine it to improve it further. What to measure for best results? So if you leave your analytics on, what exactly do you measure during the building and rollout phases of your redesign? Well, it's not much different than the key metrics you should be measuring ordinarily. One, user engagement. How your users interact with your site. You'll want to focus on incremental conversion here. Monitoring the click-through path step-by-step to see where customers may be dropping off in the process. Social media referrals may also affect the degree of engagement and interaction on your site. And two, conversion rate. Many people know that the conversion rate is important, but they're not sure why. Essentially, the conversion rate is the number of people who take a specific action on your site that you want them to take, whether it's signing up for a subscription or proceeding to checkout. Your conversion rate is affected by many variables, but a redesign is one of the biggest overarching changes possible. It's entirely possible that your conversion rate could drop initially after a redesign, as customers and visitors alike get accustomed to the changes, but then rise slowly and steadily, showing that the changes you've made are indeed working as intended. What many people don't know about conversion rates is that you can specify various paths that consumers can take to get to the end result and then judge those paths according to how much of an ROI they bring you. Ideally, you'd also get a view into the types of customers who are converting. Are they at a higher pricing plan or average spend, for example? In short, you can see what's working and what isn't, letting you concentrate your efforts on the stuff that works while trimming the stuff that doesn't. Over time, this leads to a better, laser-focused trail of what resonates with your target audience and keeps bringing them back. The bottom line is this. When it comes to analytics, leaving them on even during the midst of a website restructuring can provide unusual details, user behavior insights, or patterns that you may not ordinarily see. Making these kinds of course corrections in the middle of a redesign, rather than scrambling after the fact to pick up all the pieces, saves time, money, and effort in the long run. Conclusion. Have you recently redesigned your site or made it mobile responsive? Did you leave analytics on during that time? What interesting data did you collect? Anything in particular stand out? It's amazing what you can learn, even during an under-construction phase. You just listened to the post titled, The Biggest Mistake Most Companies Make During a Website Redesign and How to Fix It by Sharice Jacob with neilpatel.com. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search, but match. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash startup. So just go to indeed.com slash startup right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash startup. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You don't need me to tell you that something always comes up when you're running a small business. Take the pain out of payroll benefits and HR and put the joy back in running your business with Gusto. Gusto's payroll and HR services can make it a little easier. 
Gusto was designed for you, the small business owner. They take the pain out of running a business, automatically calculating paychecks, filing payroll taxes, setting up open enrollment. Gusto does it all. Want more? Time tracking, health insurance, 401k, onboarding, commuter benefits, offer letters, access to HR experts. Well, you get the idea. With Gusto, you can focus on the joy of running your business. It's super easy to set up and get started. And if you're moving from another provider, Gusto can transfer all your data for you. It's no surprise, 94% of customers are likely to recommend Gusto, 94. And here's the best part. Because you're a listener, you get three months totally free. All you have to do is go to gusto.com slash OWD. Again, that's gusto.com slash OWD. And I'm telling you, you're going to love Gusto. Get started today. And thanks to Cherise for this great article today. She is a guest writer over at Neil Patel's site, which is just Neil's name, neilpatel.com. And what Cherise does is helps business owners improve website design and increase conversion rates through compelling copywriting, user-friendly design, and smart analytics analysis. She describes herself as a designer, author, flavored coffee fanatic, copywriter, and cat person. And you can find her at iElectrify.com and of course, come by neilpatel.com as well for much more content. But that's gonna wrap it up for today. I thank you so much, of course, for being here and sharing the podcast with family and friends. It really helps us to keep this show going. So I'll be back again with you tomorrow and that is where your optimal life awaits.